previously on Live at 605. This is just my opinion. It's not. It's right because it's my opinion. Jackass is more influential than the Beatles. That's just me. I'll leave it at that. To me, not in general. The Beatles are more influential to people, but to me, to me, Jackass is more influential. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode 11 of Live at 605, the penultimate episode of the season. We made it through almost another full, full season of Live at 605. We made it. Oh, boy. And this is actually kind of a part two of last week. We kind of left everyone with a bit of a cliffhanger that I think they wanted to hear more <laughs> from. But what, before we get into everything, why don't you give out your contact information? And Yeah, I haven't even posted my stuff from this past week's podcast. So That's it's true. Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. What about TikTok or no? Uh, not this week. No, no, no good TikToks. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. And then make sure you follow us, the actual 605 page on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Live 605 because we went viral yesterday. Whoa. We had, um, we posted, I posted a, a video uh, basically of me comparing Jackass to being, or saying that Jackass is more influential than the Beatles. And it got a whole lot of likes, a lot more than we usually get, and thousands and thousands of views. So, damn. I guess when you when you um, say something controversial, gets the people talking, yeah. streets is talking, and idiotic. Well, again, <laughs> to me, Jackass is more influential oh, than. But we're not going to rehash that. But uh, should we just get right into this? Because I feel like we got a lot of good stories to, to talk about. We still have to finish the weekend. Yeah. Do you, well, before we do, do you have any sponsorships or? Mm. I don't think I have. Hmm. No. I don't think that's a no. I don't think so. Positive I, or negative. No, the only thing I had, but it's not even worthy of a sponsorship. It's just a 10 second story. How when I went. Should we time you? No, but well, don't put like me on the, the clock. You're going to make me all like nervous. Is this like the car wash all over again? It, it actually is part two of the car oh, wash. Oh, God. It's not going to be as. You, that, anyways, I still think that's a classic story. Mm-hmm. But when I got a car wash this week, there was, again, like six cars in front of me. Mm-hmm. And as I got there, a bunch of cars piled up behind me. So there was probably about... Seven cars. Well, four behind me and let's say six in front of me. Whoa. And I was right in that little turn, so I couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And this then, is at the Circle K? Yes. And okay. then the guy in front of me got out of his car, walked around his car again. Then he comes up to my car... And he kind of does the thing like, can you roll down the window? So you I roll- didn't do it. You can't roll down your window in a pandemic. Well, he didn't look great. Cra- I rolled it down like a, a crack just so I could like see. But he basically came out and was like, uh, can you move your car back so I can get out of here? And I said, no, because there was four cars behind me. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, you're in it. You're already in. Like he just. Well, he- how many cars is he away from the front? Like six or five, like five. So it was. And he's not in the bend yet. No, he he. Ju- I just entered the bend. He's one in front of me, so he's in it. Like he's if, fully in it. So how are you going to let him out? It, you have to move a whole car length. Well, I would have done it if there was no cars behind me, but yeah, there was like three or four exactly, cars. Exactly, that makes no and sense. The guy just comes out. He's like, uh, "Can you move your car?" And I'm just like, "No." <laughs> and then he kind of is like, "Is he going to go to every car and ask him to move them back?" That's what I mean. So he kind of was like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay." And then he like walked away from his car, and then he came you back. You do not have good car karma. 
I know, but that's the story. He ended up, and then he he waited the whole time and got a car wash. So he was probably he wasn't hip to how long it takes to get a car wash. No, there. but I know when you wait when you first under the bend of this specific car wash, it's at least thirty five minutes. Yes. So I'm like, you're in it for a half an hour, dude. It's too late now. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. I'm like, sorry, I'm not moving for you. So at least like that's crazy because remember when I went to the, the gas station to fill up the tank with my mom? Yeah. And like that guy just randomly came up to me and was like, can I? use your phone and i was like no yeah but you can use probably the one inside the gas station he's like i just need to make a call it's local did he look disheveled this guy like did he look somewhat he looked more he looked less disheveled but more intense Mm. oh you know who should be the sponsorship who should be the sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week the intense dude at angler Oh yeah, that's a great. <laughs> yeah, well, do you want? Yeah, let's let's get into that. Kind of jumps ahead, but please, by all means, tell so, the story. Um, this is jumping ahead, but you know we're obviously going to continue the fun shenanigans from two weeks ago because there's still so much more to tell. Plus last week, and so this kind of I don't even know where we're going to well, end we'll this see, one. Yeah, we may, might not get to everything this week, but we it's have the finale pants. next week. Um. So anyway, so uh, John's mom was staying with us, which was amazing mm-hmm. uh, this past week. And so um, we were like, okay, on like the last night, we were like, oh, let's go out for dinner. One of the mm. restaurants we absolutely love. So for those of you guys who listen to the podcast, my birthday, Valapalooza podcast, yeah. we, um, what you want to call it? ordered a bunch of food from the amazing restaurant called angler yeah so you this great restaurant that we went to yeah, for your birthday so it's called angler and so two of our friends are really good friends they are the, good friends good friends um with the owners and so it's kind of crazy just such a small world they went to school together they played hockey together um and so we love it there we were going there even prior to um mike yep. and becca like mm. just telling us they knew them yes right are you okay is it not allowed no that's okay okay and so anyway um what you're gonna call it so we go in it's kind of busy but not too busy for dinner it was like 7 30 or so and so like we're eating food's delicious we're chatting we're you know drinking up a storm there's like probably like four other tables in there at this Mm -hmm. point right and because it's a weekday the the restaurant isn't open too too late like i think they were staying open to like nine ten maybe yeah and so um what you call it we're eating we're kind of talking john's like okay i need to just go to the bathroom so like you left right Mm -hmm. and then we're all talking um the like owner of the restaurant or like one of the owners Mm -hmm. and the waiter were in the back and this couldn't like John went to the bathroom. He couldn't have been gone that long. No. All of a sudden, this guy comes in, like one of the like skip the dishes, Uber Eats, like um, just a biker, driver, driver or biker or whatever. And so like there's a bag on the counter at the bar. But then he's like looking around. He's kind of flustered. Right. Me and your mom are in like full mid conversation here. Okay. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey. As you're eating as dinner. As I'm eating dinner Weird. and talking to your mom. And he's like, so uh, do you know where the bartender is? Um, yeah. And I'm like, no kind of thing. And so I'm like, okay, I'm sure he'll be back shortly. Yeah. What do you want you to do? Go yeah. behind the kitchen And I was like, something? how did I get targeted for this? Of all the people of in this restaurant. Of all the people in this restaurant. Like, I would even pick someone closer to mm. the bar, if anything. And so then he's like, kind of flustered. He's kind of like grumbling under his breath. And he's like looking at the door, looking behind the counter and mm. stuff. 
And then I'm like, I'm sure they'll be back in a second. Like, they couldn't have been gone that long. And then he's like, oh, okay, you know, I just like, oh, I just have to uh, do some things and like, I have to take this okay. food. And, and why like, is he telling you his life story? And I was like, oh my God. Okay, so then I was like, I guess I could text the owner. Yeah, so, you, well, ha- again, this guy is lucky that you actually knew the owner of the place yeah. that had his phone number. I think you were far too kind to even do he, anything. He's all up in my space. Well, how did, I, it's just so weird that, the, out of all the people there, he comes to you who actually has the owner's phone number. I don't know. The universe, man. I guess. So then I text the owner. Okay. And I was what like, you say, and uh, do and you I text like, this guy often? No. <laughs> so the last time I texted him was at my birthday mm. in December. And I don't think we've been to Angler since. Like no. a f- bunch of our friends went and we couldn't yeah. go that night. Um, but so I texted him like, Hey man, uh, so there's like one of the Uber eats guys is at the bar and he's like pretty persistent, yeah. uh, for you guys to come to the front. Right. And like, and then he's like, Oh, okay. Question mark. And then it was like, and then I was like, yeah, he's just kind of pacing in front or whatever. I can't remember what I texted him, but it wasn't a lot. It was like, I texted once he said, oh, okay. Then I texted again. This and seems then he very came. awkward too to like have this interaction with Totally. Them. And so then he came like he came out, then he kind of looked at us and then he realized who we were. Right. Right. And then he's like, Oh man, thanks guys for like so he's yeah. like super helpful. He's like, you know, some of these guys are just like really persistent because I guess there's like some sort of like, like fast yeah. Take kind of thing that they have to meet so if there's like five orders they have like a window to get like Mm. each of the five Mm. or something and i was like i don't know man this guy just started talking to me and then he started asking all these questions but i don't know what it is about me that i look like i have answers well you do have the answer you had the answer i know i did have the answer so that was a bit weird well that was my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week Yeah, that was like a weird, that's not a positive sponsorship. It's not, it's kind of a negative one, but it's more just like a yeah. weird sponsorship. Like, how did you, you just randomly have the bar, the owner's phone number. Like, this guy just picked the right person. That is. And, but I really hope whoever ordered the Uber Eats appreciates what you did. 100%. They may have got their food 10 minutes early. I still think that's far too kind. Because if I was in your bo- bo- boots, bo- bo- boots, bo- 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 boots. I uh, would pretend like I had never been like to the a sh- bibbity bobbity bang theory or whatever the fuck I said. Bought a big bang thing <laughs> theory. Jesus, I can't say that. Yeah, if I was in your boots, <laughs> and uh, he, he asked me, I would say, "And I've never been here before. I don't know the owner." I would just be like, <laughs> I would turn my back on everybody. Okay, <laughs> shocking. Yeah, well, what do you, but again, it's so such an awkward conversation to have with the owner because. We don't know him personally other than a few interactions. <laughs> he doesn't know you're in there. And he gets this text from this woman that he doesn't even really even know saying that know. there's someone in the restaurant. It's like weird. But anyways, it had a happy ending. Happy ending. Do you want to just jump right back into the where we left off? Which yeah, was, but that was my sponsorship of the I week. know. I played the sting already. To end it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't hear it. Oh, boy. So where we left off last week was you and your mom went on a ladies weekend to Niagara mm. and you did a full swimming. You got your nails done. You, and you were left off by telling us about getting a facial, which seemed more like a sex act than actually <laughs> yeah. what you thought you know, I'd get like some cucumbers on my eyes and like a mud mask. And then I would just relax. But it was basically the this, most stressful thing. Yeah, I've this, ever this done. lady gave me like a deep body massage basically yeah. that you just weren't prepared for. No. And I will never do again. Like no. this is where I will always be like, hi, can my mom get a facial done and I'll right. wait outside? But did, was there a description like that you read that says like, you know, this, this facial includes full body massage and this or that? I or don't do you think know? so. 
I remember like so you- aromatherapy. Um, exfoliant, toners, like... Did you get any of those things? I think so. I think the challenge is, is that I am not... I don't have a sit-still relaxing personality. That's that, You got that right. Yes. <laughs> so, if I'm sitting still, I'm possibly sleeping. Right? <laughs> Movie sleep theaters. Much? I don't sleep much unless you medicate me. So. Oh, boy. Well, you gotta give me my NyQuil. Oh, boy. So, anyway... I don't think it was for me, but from what I've spoken to uh, friends of the podcast, Shazia, Christina, Ferris, in the last well, week. Well, well, well. <laughs> Looks like we got ourselves a live and 605 super fan. <laughs> <laughs> they all said, well, one, Ferris is like, I don't know why you went for a facial. You hate people touching you. Yes. Shazia said the same thing. Christina doesn't know it that well, but Christina and Shazia both said it's actually better if they give you the massage yeah, you got like the right you got like the more high-end and, massage yeah and it's like versus like them taking like a cotton pad and like fucking putting toner on my face right and so i was like yeah i would have probably preferred that but either way it was not relaxing but it smelled really nice i felt like i smelled like a fuzzy peach by the end of it which was nice well, that's good did yeah. you feel fresh afterwards though or you just felt more like violated uh probably more the latter to okay. be honest like i felt violated but you know that feeling too where you're like and i have this now because i try to not wash my hair every day Mm. but then all the essential oils like seeped into my hair okay kind of thing so then my hair felt equally oily even though they had a headband on me okay and then i had like no makeup on because they obviously put like took off my makeup and even though i don't wear a ton of makeup it's enough makeup to make me feel like i don't feel disgusting so then we're driving i'm kind of exhausted it's kind of dreary um kind of raining but not really Mm. at this point i'm like i'm so tired Mm. and i'm like okay i guess i'll try and text you Mm. to say like we're leaving niagara i'll be on my way back but we Mm. need to stop for lunch and now it's at that weird time where it's like kind of too late for lunch but mm-hmm. like i'm starving yeah, you need to so it's something. like two o'clock at this point for me so i'm like right. john we're coming home right well uh on this saturday when you were doing that i was actually out suit shopping for mm-hmm. sean's wedding which Ooh. was very exciting so uh, we went to rw and co to find some suits which is what we did for my our wedding, yeah, yeah we got your our wedding, <laughs> our wedding, my suit, your our wedding. <laughs> I got my suit from our W and Co, which I thought was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. I thought they had good deals, and I just love the quality of suits there. So that day, I'm fresh off of watching Jackass and eating <laughs> French toast at two in the morning that night, and I was very excited to, to do the suit shopping. Wait, how was it to stay overnight in this house by yourself for the first time after two years? It was. I've done it before. You went to a bachelorette party oh, last yeah. year. I've done. Oops. I also, the first week we basically moved into this house, left. You, you left for like five days. So I got all my scaries out back then, but it was, uh, the only thing was when I went to bed Friday night, I'm like, just don't wake up and have to go peek. So I'm like, if I got to get out of bed by um, myself, there's going to be like foot demons and all these 100%, things. All the foot demons. And of course I wake up at three 30 in the morning, which is the devil's hour. And, uh, which is a true thing. Ugh, do don't wait, tell me that. Just, uh, okay. I won't, I won't continue what I was going to say, but there's a movie with... De- oh, no, you're going to continue it. I know, but there's a movie with Deborah from Dexter kind of uh, that came out when we... Jennifer Carpenter? Yeah, what it came out when we were in college, university. It's called like The Possession of Emily Rose or something. Yeah, I know that. It was terrifying. I, I saw it in the theaters and the whole idea was... She Why are you w- telling me this? Well, you know, you can hear. I, I'll mute. Just I can still hear you. <laughs> 
she basically was possessed by the devil, Pazuzu, and woke up every night at 3.15 in the morning. So but guess what happens, of course, that night I wake up at 3.30. Not, luckily, not 3.15 in the morning. And um, a little late on the draw I was going to say, for someone who was so sound effect happy in the beginning, you're beat editing well, look, for these sound effects. It's because I'm, I'm telling my story. They're on four different banks of, of sounds I got to <laughs> scroll through and you're, you're directing me what to, which yeah. is a good direction. But anyways, I woke up and had to use the washroom and I was terrified to run to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but no foot demons or anything that you know of. No. And then I ended up walking to the Eaton center, which to- you were pretty stoked about. Cause I think one of the things that you and I take our seniors walk every morning, mm-hmm. as mentioned on previous podcasts, yeah. but you obviously, and you said it last night to Christina as well. It's like, you're excited to go back to the office if only for like the long walk to work mm. to listen to music. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like something you had been talking about. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to do the walk to the Eden center. I'm like, yeah. isn't that like two hours away? And you're like, no. Well, it said from our location, it was an hour 16 to walk there. I made it in 55, 56 minutes. Oh. So I crushed my goals. That's pretty exciting though. Cause I always want to be like, I'll walk to like Miranda's house or I'll walk to Shazzy's house. Yeah. We're in like distillery uh, area. I mean, I'd walk to Ottawa if I if I had the time. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah, I, I walk everywhere just because I'd rather mm-hmm. avoid the subway, which we'll get into later Ugh. on. But I walked there. There's only a couple of uh, sketchy people that I had to kind of <laughs> dodge and bounce around, but nothing too bad. And then mm-hmm. got to the Eaton Center and met up with uh, Sean and the rest of the groomsmen, and we figured out what suits we want. And we, MC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Tesla, and it was really good. It was a good experience. I know you wanted to be there just because you like suit like, shopping with everyone. I always have FOMO for stuff like this. That's okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I like be- buying a new suit, and this is, you know, obviously it's great for a guy to buy a new wedding suit because I can wear it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I do find I always, the one thing I hate about clothes shopping, especially when you're putting on a lot of suits, is I find in those stores, the lights are really bright, obviously, so you can see yourself better. But mm-hmm. I find I always just sweat a lot. Like yeah. my forehead started sweating. So I'm also like nervous. You're like, oh, these suits kind of fit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a 32, 32 before. Now I'm at 36, 39. Like I, I hope <laughs> not. And you just try stuff on and then, you know, like it was busy too. So I was just like, you know, you're in the change room, you're coming out, you're showing people. I'm like, oh, it's just that whole experience of just like for me buying clothes in general, I always mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, I'm happy to get over and done with, but we found our suit, which was great mm-hmm. and, uh, got them. The so pictures I'm, of you look very nice. Yeah, but I can't uh, post them. This is, these are wedding exclusive. Yeah. So I'm not, can't post can't any post of these. them. That would be what season 20, probably 23. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next season's 22. Maybe we'll be yeah. done before then, but that was great. And then we all decided to go to the craft, I believe afterwards yeah. to get a, a drink and some food. So hold on a second. So you're texting me to mm. say like i just giving you updates because i wasn't sure updates. where you were and stuff yeah yeah and so like i was on like my way back dropped off my mom i want to say it was about 5 30 probably at yeah. that point and so i'm like okay i'll be back at home unpack and do my thing and then i was like oh where are you guys and so this is the point where i'm like again like i've woken up at like 7 a.m i didn't really sleep that well i'm kind of exhausted but i was like okay um our other friend, Dave, Sean's friend from home is in town too. So I was like, okay, I can try and come and rally with you guys. All I have to do is not sit down. But we were supposed to all go out. You were going to come out for dinner with us for yeah. like 730. So I totally. mean, it wasn't like you were missing the whole thing. No, no, no. But I just knew I was like, if I sit down, it's, it's game over for me. Yeah. But you had texted me at whatever time saying, okay, I'm leaving Niagara. And again, I thought, oh, you might be, 
a couple hours away and then mm-hmm. you're going to drop your mom off, all these things. So I just didn't even, I was like, oh yeah, we're at the craft now having a drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dinner's at 7.30. I'll meet you at, or I didn't even say, I said, yeah, dinner's at 7.30. If mm-hmm. you're still not too tired, let's do that. So I didn't even think to tell you that we were leaving the craft at 5.30 or whatever. Totally. So I think. So then, by, sorry, uh, yeah. no, I was going to say, so then Sean drives me home, which is great. And then I get home and say, okay, gr- the car's not here, which means you obviously aren't home from Niagara yet. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a plausible thing. You could have thought that. So I'm like, okay, you just aren't home. Yeah. But then I open the front door. I'm like, huh, your suitcase is here. <laughs> uh, you know, your, your, your purse is there. And I'm like, okay, well, where, where's, where are you? And where's the car? Yeah. And then I think I literally was home for about five minutes and you called me. Yeah. And so I was on, so the craft is this brewery in the core of Adelaide. And so I literally came home, unpacked the dirty clothes, freshened up, got ready and like out the door again, possibly 25 to 30 minutes and then was on the road back into the city. And so I was parking the car and I was so excited because I got this mint park job Mm. or parking spot right beside the craft on Adelaide. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, I called John, right? To be like, hey, I'm just going to be outside. Where are you guys sitting? Yeah. Right? Thinking like one of you could just come get me because the craft to my knowledge is really big. It is. And so I'm like, okay. And then I call you. And then, or I text you. I can't remember which one I did. Uh, no, I, I think you called me. To and then be I was like, hey, I'm here. And you're like, we're gone. <laughs> yeah. So I just got home. So, so come back home. And yeah, then you drive home. For another 20 minutes. But yeah. Then we were home for 20 minutes. I'm like, I was like, yeah, but we drove home because we were going out for dinner like a half hour later. I just so. thought you were going to keep going. I know, but I was happy to go home because I don't want to drop my suit off because I didn't want to like yeah. be carrying it the whole time. And, and then you showered, I think. I just, well, because I was sweating so yeah. much from, from clothes shopping and everything. Totally. So yeah, that was good. So then from there, we then were like, okay, let's get ready again. And then we Ubered drove. or drove to the Aveling, mm-hmm. right? On Which Queen is Street. On Queen Street. In Queen East closer to us, which is great. And so it is another brewery um, in the East End and they have kind of more of a, I would say seasonal vegetarian, vegan meat product inspired menu. <laughs> really? so, yes. so <laughs> the first thing I will say is I got the most delicious beers. That's true. Right. Mine came in like a wine bottle. and so um what you're gonna call it so it was so good to see dave um hadn't we haven't really well i haven't anyway you have when we've hung out with dave in the past two over the past two years it's really been in like a, a larger group setting so i haven't really had a chance to like you know just chat with him and like kind of more like kick it like i feel like that weekend was really nice because I feel like I've actually got to know him in a different way. And then it was also nice just to be, again, discovering our own neighborhood. We've never gone there before. But I think the one thing about the menu was it, it, it is very like healthy. And so there were things like what I got was like um, Sean and I split something. I think Sean got some dumplings and I got a risotto. But the risotto was made out of barley, not okay. out of like um, Arbiata or like Green what are these rice, words you're saying to right? me? It's the rice kind of um, pasta that rice you use. No, stop sabotaging me. That we use for um, risotto. And so the food was good. I mean, it was fine. Was it my favorite food? Not really. Um, the drinks were good, the though. Drinks, the drinks would be the thing to keep me coming back there. And I think the cheese board. Like, I don't know if I would want a full meal. The funny part was when we told Lillian about the Aveling um, when we were on Geo's mm. this past week, she's like, oh, yeah, I was looking 
looking at it, Lil is a vegan. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, she'd be all over that menu. <laughs> so um, what you're going to call it. But it was really nice. We kicked it there and then we're like, let's go have more drinks. And so I was like, yo, one of my favorite hangs with Lil and Miranda we did. And it's kind of the bar. You, It's the bar after the bar. So this was the oh. bar before the bar. Um. We went to Goods and Provisions, mm. also in our hood, mm -hmm. which is like the tiniest kind of makeshift alley looking kind of like, it's like a townhouse turned into a bar. Mm -hmm. um, it's so packed. This is the first week of lifting the mask rule. Mm. Um, it's Oh, it's not even. It was the Saturday before the mask rule. Uh, this, yeah, that's right. Um, and so anyway, we come in. It's possibly like 1130. We're like, oh, can we get a table for five? And mm. then they kind of put us in front of like, like a, a table. That, yeah, like a broom closet to the basement. But it was like a table that should be for two. The yeah. five of us wedged on it. I felt bad because you and like Dave were kind of like wedged up against the door mm. uh, to move. But it was really good. I always like their gin and tonics there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we kind of just kicked it. I thought the music was great. We hung out till like, I think two that day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh my God, John, I can't feel my face. I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I thought it was just a fun day. We kind of were all just chatting about like random different things, mm -hmm. which was fun. And then, yeah, I think that's it that's from it. that day. Anyway. So before we go into the next story, I feel like we have to uh, mourn the passing of something very special to us. So last week was the final episode of the new season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. <laughs> How do you feel that another Jersey Shore season has come to an end? How did you feel about season five? It was outstanding. You quite enjoyed it? Yeah, there were so many funny episodes. Yeah, it's tough because this is our first time not having either Double Shot or Jersey Shore since, I think, September. It's been one of the two, so we got to figure out not impressed. what we're going to do. So I don't know if you want to maybe talk a little bit about a couple shows you watch, or do you want to jump into going to Ottawa? What, what would you rather do? We could do... Okay, so we decided we're going to talk a little bit about our Prison Break rewatch experience. Yeah, Christina is the only person I know who's been excited about this. Yeah. She, like, perked up a little bit. Yeah, so Prison Break is obviously, it's a it was a big hit show back, I think, in two, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second. Yeah, so this big hit show all about a guy who intentionally goes to jail to help break out his help break his brother out of jail, who's wanted for the murder of the vice president's uh, brother. Yeah, so, so Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller. So when Prison Break premiered in 2005, is it a show you watched at all in real time or no, not at all? I didn't watch it at all. So I, I don't think I watched the first season in real time. I think I came hip to it in season two and I bought mm -hmm. the season one DVD. So I watched it around 2006. Mm -hmm. I remember absolutely loving the first season, mm -hmm. second season. Is that, that when you used to say lines like I became hip to it? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I should have done. <laughs> So, no, I, I watched it. And I remember getting to season three being like, oh, this isn't great, but I mm -hmm. guess I'll keep watching it. And it was like the biggest show on Fox at the time. Yeah, it was a huge, huge, huge hit. And then mm -hmm. when I got to season four, I think I watched the first episode. I'm like, I I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. So, but fast forward to you and I dating whatever that is six, seven years later, and we're trying mm -hmm. to watch a show. I'm like, oh, I have Prison Break on DVD. Would mm -hmm. you want to watch the first two seasons? Totally. And what did you think when we watched it like eight years ago? I thought it was amazing. Like the first 
season is outstanding and it could almost arguably be a can season in and of itself if they wanted it season two was really great because it introduced my one of my oh, favorite characters Mahone. Mahone, right who was like the fbi agent um on the like hunt for like the, the escapees yeah the fox river eight but when when i showed it to you originally i think when we finished season two i'm like we're not even going to watch season three because it's awful so you'd never watch season three no but then i think it was right before christmas we were watching whatever we were watching and i was like oh you know what i was thinking about I saw Prison Breakers on Netflix. Would you want to maybe like rewatch some of that over the Christmas break? And then when we get to season two at the end, we can just stop watching. I don't know if that was naturally how this started. I think think it was, I think it was something like we saw something about Prison Break and it like triggered it. And then you said it was on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I remember, remember I told my parents. No, you told them to watch it because we started watching it. Yeah, I don't know what it was that made me. I think I honestly just saw that it was on Netflix. Maybe. But you also, like, f- for, like, you had seen, like, obviously cut content and, like, mm. all this stuff. Like, they came back in, like, 2017. Yeah, revival season. And so we're like, okay, so either way, towards the end of the fall, we started watching Prison Break all over again. And yeah. there's something to be said about binging it. Yeah. Right? And then just going for the ride. So we finished season one and two again. I'm like, this is outstanding. Yeah. And then you told your parents to watch it. Yes. They started watching it and like surpassed us. Like what if we oh, watched something? It. It, yeah. If we watched like four episodes in one week, they watched two seasons in one yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. So they were like, got to season three. And they loved the first first two seasons. Like, oh, this is great. It's so stressful and suspenseful. Yeah. And Season three, they end up in Panama. That's right. Panama. Panama. And so then they're in Panama. They're in jail again. Oh my God. Back in jail and again. And so what were your first impressions of season three? I hated it. You mean this time around? This or? time around. Uh, I disliked it. It was okay. It just wasn't the same show. It was just, it felt like the writers just were like rushing out stories. It was okay. It was watchable. I didn't think it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was watchable. What about you? So I didn't actually mind it. This like, I thought it was like, very gruesome mm. and like just gory but i you, would say but like stressful like would, every episode was stressful especially because i think the first two seasons were like 20 episode seasons yeah. but season three was like 10 thir- or, or yeah, 13, 13 yeah. episodes and so i thought it was really stressful where things started getting a little bit hairy for me were season yeah. four well uh, just quickly was season three on the same caliber of level of season one or two or do, could you see that yeah there's a bit of a drop off there's a little bit of a drop off but what i said to you is i'm like you just got to go for the ride yeah well this show it gets silly yeah. when yeah. It, it it the show gets silly when people die and then they're not actually dead yeah which happened to like three or four different characters they're dead they're not dead <laughs> this person's dead they're not dead but then season- even happened to michael Okay, so season four ends up oh that... Oh, my God. And I said, warning you now, season four is probably even worse than season four of the OC. Oh, boy. Okay. No, season four halfway through is worse than the OC. The first half of season four wasn't bad. You just so, love Michael Rappaport. No. Oh, God. So, spoiler Spoiler We're just going to tell you what happened yeah, for the most part. Yeah, this show's been over for yeah, 12 years. Yeah, you can't. You, this is your fault yeah. if you haven't if watched not, it. If not, fast forward five minutes of 100%. the podcast. 100%. So, then in season four, and this is where shit gets a little bit weird. And, like, John's like, are we still watching this? I'm yeah. like, we 
Hellar. Here's where your parents tapped out, I think. Yeah. They were like, we're not watching this anymore. This is so bad. I think, like, critics everywhere said it was, like, the worst season of television. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? And I was like, John, we're going for the ride. Yeah. So, basically, now, Michael and, like, his brother, a Link. convict, yeah. Link, the tea bag, the yeah. sexual predator. Yeah. Um, Mahone is on the run. Yeah. <laughs> Sucre, Sucre. Bellic. Yes. Right. They're all on the side of helping the FBI, right? Yes. At this point. The company. To take down the company. Yes. Right? They're working with the FBI to take down the company. So then, and what I love about when John and I watch series is we always read reviews. And to be honest, like we should write reviews of should, TV well, shows. We're giving a review right now. No, I know. But if we wrote them, at least we'd have like AV club style things so I could read at night. Yeah. But um, what you're going to call it. The thing about season four is this is where you just got to, I say it again, go for the ride. Okay. But just take it for like, take it for what it's worth. The other problem with season four is it's a full 23 that episode That was the season. problem. Because yeah, there was a natural end point at like episode 12 where you're like, oh shit, this would be a great finale. Finale, just end it. And, but you're like, oh no, we're only halfway through the season. Then the whole thing kind of switches and you're like, what? Wait, so now the, the FBI guy is bad. Yeah. But now they still have to work together. Oh, his mom. Mom comes back. Oh like God. it's all very fucked up. So then at the end of the season, then it's like Michael's dead. Yeah. Right? They don't really they just like oh no he has a nosebleed smash cut to his grave and like his son and his newborn and his wife and all this yeah stuff. so like uh walking dead is his wife <laughs> right like lincoln's okay like mahone's coming out of like wherever yeah, mahone's shagging up with his old fbi partner 100 percent. sucre has a hat like doesn't even like mary cruz anymore i know we don't even know so anyway so it ends up <laughs> he being has a like hat. Yes, he, does. he did have a hat he had those page boy but, hats exactly but you know who came back was my favorite character which is um my Michael Rappaport. <laughs> no, he's in a hospital, like dead. Oh, uh, Lance. What, what's his name? Kellerman. Oh, Kellerman. Again, Kellerman's dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, God. Kellerman's back to save the day. Lance. And so anyway, so then we're like, okay, do we even give the new season? The well, not reboot? only was there a new season, there was a made for TV movie. Oh, that we, we watched that too. Of Sarah's now in jail. And, it, and that explains more. <laughs> now she's in jail. And the people in the prison with her from were from a league of their own. That's right. <laughs> like, and from 911. That's right. So she gets out of jail. And Michael's now broken <laughs> people out of three or four different Wait, jails. We forgot the other part. What's that? Uh, that in um, Taylor Vaughn from She's All That. Oh, yes. Played Gretchen. Who we initially I hated her in season three, yeah. and then I'm like, she's a badass in season four. She was one of the only highlights of season 100%. four. Hundred percent. She was one of like two female characters yeah. in this whole series, and we're like, okay, bitch, please. You were Taylor Vaughn, and she's. How do you all know that. her name from? She's all that. I said that to you. No, I know you called it out who she was, but how do yeah. you remember her character's name? Of course, I, I love. She's all that. Okay. Who doesn't what was love Paul Walker's name? Paul Walker, and she's all that. Uh, Christian, I think. Okay. Well, what, what was Freddie Prince Jr.'s name? Zach. Okay, and what about the girl the the that he made into the pr princess, whatever? Oh, what the fuck? I was going to be like Rosie Perez. <laughs> I forget her name. You're watching too much white man can't jump. <laughs> Apparently. But this is my point. She's like the side character. No, she was like the villain. I know, but how do you remember her name, but no one else's name? I don't know. I remember Zach's name. Oh, boy. So anyway, Taylor Vaughn, a.k.a. Gretchen, a.k.a. Prison Break, she was like a badass in the series. So she ends up in the female prison, too, with a league of their own and walking dead yeah even teabags back in jail again <laughs> totally so, so then yeah that one they explain it shows in the end of that 
when they break Sarah out of jail, Michael's dead. He like electrocutes himself and he's dead. And that explains it. Fast forward 10 years later to 2017 when mm-hmm. Fox brought back prison break, yeah. which we, I don't know if people were asking for. Uh, well, it was, everything was coming back at that time. So people, and we were saying one of the reasons why we kept watching the show, even though it wasn't great, is because you like the characters. Like Teabag is mm-hmm. one of the best characters. You like Michael. Link is like an idiot, but you have to watch yeah. him because you know he's just going to smash things. I think the challenge was when they brought the characters back, they were even more over the top into well, their was the character thing, yeah. types. Like they just, like the writers just pantered to like, oh, Link's just this meathead dumbass yeah. kind of thing. It was like Kool-Aid manning his way through life. Yeah. So what did you think of the revival season, which we, we, it was luckily it was only like nine episodes. Yeah. Michael's back in jail again. Oh man. Breaks himself out of jail again. It was pretty stressful. Like yeah. I didn't hate it. It was, it was just, it was okay. Okay. I didn't love it. I don't I didn't need, hate it. Yeah, I don't need it to be back. It was okay. I Can mean, you loudest. Oh God, what a stupid name that was too. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of predictable. Like yeah. you could kind of see what was happening, but it was good to see Teabag. But then it's like, oh, Teabag, this guy's your son. Oh no, sorry, now he's dead too. I know. It's like, sorry, Teabag. But uh, and then Teabag goes back to jail again, I doesn't know. he? But yeah. overall, it took us like five months to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I still would recommend season one and two to anyone, and then just kind of end it there would be my recommendation. But. I would say go for the ride, especially if you have like holidays. And things you want to binge, like mm-hmm. it def- if I was watching this in real time, I would like want to be in jail myself. Like that would have stressed me <laughs> out. Want to be in jail? Well, why don't we even before we just get to Ottawa, we'll we'll end this off with Ottawa since we just talked about Prison Break revival. Mm. Why don't we talk a little bit about the Dexter revival, Ooh. which is what we watched as soon as we finished Prison Break, and now pr- we won't give it away. No, we won't give it away because it's yeah. new. But what I'll say is Dexter is kind of like Prison Break. Whereas the first four seasons of Dexter are some of the best TV you'll watch. Yeah. But then the final four seasons are some of the worst TV you'll, you'll kind of watch. And bef- sorry, before the revival started, um, HBO was re or Showtime, whatever Crave was replaying every episode every night. Mm-hmm. So I started watching the later seasons. And again, when you binge things, they're not as bad sometimes as when you watch week to week, but it's also when you know what happens and it's not as awful. Mm-hmm. Dexter was still pretty bad, but from what we saw for the trailer for the new revival, I was I was excited for it. Mm-hmm. And how did and, you feel going into it? Oh, I was definitely excited. I think, so that also came out in, in like November, November of 2021. Um, and we saw the trailer starting, I think, in the early summer. I think so. Coming out for it. And so, to John's point, for those of you guys who don't know what Dexter is, um, it's Michael C. Hall, fantastic actor from Six Feet Under, mm. um, multiple HBO shows and things. But... Yeah. He plays uh, Dexter Morgan. Dexter Morgan, forensics blood analyst by day, by day, serial killer, killer by night. night. But he's more of a vigilante, so he only kills bad guys. Exactly, because <laughs> he has the code that Harry taught him is because Dexter was born in blood. His mom was killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. He had this urge to kill, and then when his step or foster dad Harry, who's a police officer, saw mm-hmm. this, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to teach you to code." to what the dark to keep the dark passenger at bay you use this only for good and you only kill people who deserve it through Mm -hmm. research and blah 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 so obviously most people know dexter and that's the backstory so i think the only thing to end on is the finale was like so ridiculous 
um, the series finale of the original of the original yeah, series was, was that, horrible. No spoiler, spoiler alert, but he became a lumberjack, yeah. which everyone knows already. And so I think this is the one thing I, I, I've actually said this before. I find when writers get lazy, there's two outcomes. One okay. for female characters, they are whatever they're doing. They're like, I need to move to Paris. Yeah, sex there's in the a, city. Sex friends, like oh, all yeah. of that shit. It's like they, you, you, they just end up going to Paris. Mm-hmm. For men, it's I need to become a lumberjack or I'm going to go work with my hands. Yes. Okay. And so Superman, this one, like, yeah, it, it is. It's like they end up like taking off and going to become a lumberjack. Dexter basically ditches his son with like a stranger that he knew for, for like, like a hot second, two months. a name, Hannah, mm. who was also a killer yes. and gave up Harrison. Yes. Okay. Then he like goes into a storm on his boat. He basically kills Deb. She's dying anyways. He's like, I'm just going to throw you overboard and then I'm going to drive into a hurricane and fake my, and basically fakes his own death. Totally. But and no one so- ever discovers who he is. Everyone, like it's just so very unsatisfying. So we managed over the holiday season to dodge all reviews of yeah. Dexter. We did not know what happened. We did not know what was going to happen but just because it's obviously reboot season. The only good thing that we did find was like we would talk to say my parents and they're like, oh, we just watched the Dexter reboot. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. We're like, OK, good to know. Mm-hmm. One day we were listening to the radio and a DJ was or yeah. VJ was saying like, oh, yeah, this the revival is actually really good. So we were hearing positive feedback. So here's I think we started it. What, like a month ago? Maybe maybe even like three weeks ago. Yeah. There's only like eight episodes as well. Totally. And so um, what I love about it is Dexter is that perfect balance of like dark themes, but it is like a black comedy underneath. And I miss that type of writing. Yes. So that part was good. Um, I found it a lot darker in terms of like production than obviously like the bright vibrancy of Miami. That's true. Dexter... Um, is great. Like he reprised yeah, his role. He the was character hilarious. Character's amazing. Character's amazing. Um, Harrison. Harris. Well, oh, he's back in the first episode. Oh yeah, that's he's true. also in the trailer. Oh okay, yeah. So Harrison comes back, and his sister plays like his ghost. The ghost so like Harry's role. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the things that I love about it was that you get to see all the great things that Dexter has, right? And like just like. Just his his old character in this new setting. That's all we'll say at that. So what did you give it out of 10? Um, fast bender scale. Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I would give it probably a solid 8.5. Four out of 10. What about you? Yeah, 8.5. I thought it was pretty fulfilling. I think this is where it's one of those things where... I didn't know how I wanted it to end because it could have ended three different ways, Mm -hmm. but the way it ended was probably very fulfilling. Definitely. We'll we'll leave it at that because it is a newer show. I was definitely happy a way, way better series or season finale, whatever they do Mm -hmm. compared to what it actually ended with. But so give it a chance and try and watch the Dexter new blood. Yeah. And then tonight we're going to start watching the new season of Ozark, which I'm very excited for. So now that, Dexter's done. We'll do Ozark mm-hmm. and Better Call Saul's back soon. Flight Attendant, Narcos, we still have to watch. Mm-hmm. So there's a Stranger Things comes back next month, too. Hey, but aren't those kids like in college now? Yeah, I, I think they're. This is like Atlanta coming back. It's like four years has passed for you. I know, exactly. Uh, yeah, like, how long ago did Stranger Things go finish? I think it was 2019. I think it was. 
or were we in the pandemic? It may have been right when the pandemic started. Who who even knows? I don't even remember. I don't even know what happens in that show, but we'll still watch it. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, anyways, after last weekend, the following weekend, we had planned a visit to go see my family in Ottawa, which is very exciting Mm because we hadn't seen them since Christmas. Christmas time. And we were excited to go see my family and nephews and everything. So we drove up. And the last time we were in Ottawa, when we were playing with our nephew Maddox, little guy, he's only five years old, <laughs> you invented a, 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 your own version of Twister, basically, right? Alphabet Twister. You made a thing of Alphabet Twister that the two of you love playing. So mm-hmm. you were saying, well, we got to get Maddox like real Twister this time <laughs> around, right? Well, I was saying for like the whole week, I'm like in like, a week prior, I'm like, John, we got to get my best friends some gifts, yeah. right? And you're like, no, we don't. It's just a regular weekend. They're just happy to see us. They're just happy to see us. I was like, that's bullshit. I'm like, <laughs> I want to get them some gifts. And so I said, I want to get them. I want to get Maddox Twister and like a book and like all I these know, things. Like, book. Now we're getting books. What I you- know. And so anyway, I was like, he loved Twister. And I think you were a little skeptical of that. And so I was like, okay, let's just when we get into because we just didn't have time. We're like, when we get into Ottawa, mm. let's just go to like a Walmart and mm. see if we can find like t- Twister and something small for Easton. Yes. So we went there, we're looking around and we're in like the board game section. We can't mm. find Twister, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you see Monopoly, but you see a very specific version of Monopoly. <laughs> we saw Canada Monopoly, which is like, which, is where, I, yeah, which is where I'm from. I'm like, Canada Mon- Monopoly. <laughs> this is crazy. I know we've seen Mississauga Monopoly before, mm-hmm. But we were looking at the board, and I'll post a picture for anyone that uh, wants to see it on the page. But they had some really... Um, like deep cuts into Canada. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have it here. But I felt like you and Katie did not know enough. Your sister did not know all of the places well, there around. Was, there was a bunch of things. There was like... They had my high school. It had Earl of March. <laughs> it had our rival school, AY Jackson. Yeah. It had... Board or yeah, Boardwalk was downtown Canada, which nobody was like. I don't think there's a downtown Canada. <laughs> Is it not like Centrum? Yeah, probably. I think it, no, it had the Centrum. I think it I had think, like. Sorry, the only thing I was gonna say is based on like regular monopoly where it's like boardwalk and park place are like the extravagant and as you work your way around the board things get more expensive yeah that's the only thing i was like reluctant with the canada one it's like oh this is very local it's like where's earl of march on the like hierarchy of like finances on this board oh it was like the right after, yeah, it, was, it was like right after go <laughs> which is like the cheapest place ever i'm like what are they trying to say about where i went to school i'm like look at me now i'm successful but like downtown canada which doesn't exist right, canada canada <laughs> i know there's no downtown canada but ay jackson and earl of march was like the cheapest places ever on this board like what is this bs but it was fun we ended up when i showed it to everyone everyone started laughing like this is great Played with my sister Katie, which is really fun. Yeah. You guys wouldn't make any deals with me. No, your deals were bullshit. You're just like making up random things to sell shit off and make more money. I know, but that was fun. And then when you gave Twister to Maddox, you, he was very excited, right? Well, first he was like, let's play it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. right? Well, no, first he's like, let's play Twister after dinner because we're yeah. doing treasure maps and yeah. stuff. And then it was after dinner and he's like, let's play Twister tomorrow. I promise we'll play Twister tomorrow. <laughs> so I think the only thing is, and I don't know if any listeners out here have younger kids or nieces and nephews that are like half the size of you. Mm. 
I remember distinctly Twister, the mat Ooh. being a lot bigger than it was. Right. Or three adults and a five-year-old should not be playing on a Twister mat together. No, I, I can't. I, I was very uncomfortable. I was like, oh, I'm just going to. Oh, I fell over. I lost because I can't. My knees can't bend this way. <laughs> but you were in it. You were a trooper. You stayed the it. whole time. Only you- The only time it was like painful as fuck was like. The Saturday after dinner, doing it again, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, we did it before dinner." I was like, oh, "I'm fine." I know. Then after, after dinner, dinner, I was like, uh, "All this food is in my stomach. I cannot contort this way." No, so that was fun. It was a great trip. Like we went, uh, you and I went for a couple walks mm-hmm. after dinner, which was always nice. To walk around, you know, my old neighborhood, mm-hmm. and just kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And then we went it's like the real life Monopoly board. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, here, here's Earl Lamarge. There's <laughs> yeah. AY. Here's the Centrum, and then. We also went out, and this was actually yeah, the first week without the mask mandates mm-hmm. because we went to go grab lunch. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let's just get something from the central. I'm like, should we just go to Boston Pizza? Yeah, oh, let's go to Boston boy. Pizza. And we get there, and like none of the staff were wearing masks again. You don't, they don't have to. It's you know, it's that's mm-hmm. a okay. But we were kind of like, oh wow, this is like our first experience where it's like pretty maskless. Mm-hmm. Where at least, at least, like I expected to see a lot of customers, but I was kind of shocked. Maybe not shocked, but just like, okay, wow, a lot of the uh, people, staff working there were not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. But now like that we've gone to a few restaurants, that's kind of the norm, I feel like. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, everyone in Loblaws, like like yeah. cu- customer service people, were wearing masks. But not last night for dinner. No. Not, not Thursday for dinner. And only not half at the of, bar. <laughs> not at the bar. So, I mean, again, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. People are allowed to do it. It's just uh, getting used to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest of the trip was great. We went to Ikea to find a few things. And we went was, to that crazy furniture store. Oh, yeah. Well, Maison Couture or looking, what were, you, were you looking for something specific? Dining room chairs. Dining room chairs. But you found, like, the best latte I've latte had. Latte you've ever had. So yeah. that was good. Uh, I think we'll end, it this, end this in a couple minutes. It was a great trip, and then we'll talk about this past week next week. But do you want to... We ta- can tease it off, though. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, do you want to talk a little bit about Woodstock 99 or save that? We can save it. Okay, so, or we can say it now. Well, there's not a whole lot to say. We, we can say it and then we can end yeah. the podcast. So after we finished Dexter the first night in Ottawa, we yeah, we finished the show there, which was nice because we were able to talk to about my parents. Like, oh, this was crazy, this or that. Mm-hmm. The last night we were there, we needed something to watch. I'm like, oh, well, let's not start a new series. Like, let's not start Ozark. Let's save that. To- we have to home. get home to our lighting. <laughs> exactly. Oh, of course. So I was like, okay, well, there's a few documentaries we can watch. There's the Defiant Ones, which is about Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, Oh, the one I really like that I've talked to you a lot about is Woodstock 99. And I'm like, well, obviously, that's a pivotal time in our lives for music. And that was back when Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock were famous and like at the height of their power. So I'm like, corn. I'm like, it's obviously very nostalgic. So I'm like, I think you would like this documentary. Mm -hmm. And what did you think of Woodstock 99? I really enjoyed it. Um, Mm -hmm. We got to talk about it because I guess Miranda watched it as well. Yeah. Um, So it was nice to talk to her about it on Thursday when we all went out. But. I thought it was really good. One, for all the reasons you just said, it's completely nostalgic for the music. Um, I obviously love some of those artists that were just featured in the commentary. Yeah. But I think because Rosie we were- Rosie Perez was there too. <sighs> what the fuck is up with her this year? I don't know. Anyway, but um, I think what it was interesting is because again- even though we love that music, mm-hmm. I feel like we were too young to know what was really well, happening. Yeah, we were only like 14, 15 yeah. at the time. So we were like, we we're obviously not going to go to it. I, my no. brothers didn't go. No. Um, Would you, do you think, let's say Woodstock 99 was traveling and they were in Toronto and mm-hmm. we were 25 years old. Would you... In 1999, if you were 25 and Woodstock was in Toronto, would you? do you think you would go to that show? 
Um, that festival. I don't think so. So I don't two, think so either. I don't think so only because I feel like one, you and I aren't huge festival goers. That's right. But then at the same time, I don't know if I necessarily want to see all those bands and but, pay for it. No, I know. But let's just say we're, this is 1999. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as there's no Doja Cat yet. Yeah. There's no Kanye West. So yeah. it's like at that time, those were the bands. But you're right. I don't think we weren't much of like festival people. No. And so I think the only thing I would say is it's like watching it was crazy in terms of like the production of Woodstock. Mm. Like and why did they do it? And like who asked for it? And did they need it to feel like reminiscent from the 60s and like all this stuff? But then, like, some of the stuff, like, we were just listening to the new Chili Peppers album, and I kind of felt bad, because it was, like, (sighs) what they did to be, like... To incite, like, help... uh, Incite more violence and and rage. Yeah, riots and rage and shit. So, for anyone who loves, like, grunge music or alt-rock of that year, or, like... It's not even... I think that's what they're saying, was they came out of grunge. Not even punk. It's, like, you come out... It's basically new metal. Oh, okay. So, you come out of grunge, Kurt Cobain kills himself, and who becomes the next, like... Biggest rocker is Limp Bizkit, Corn, and stuff like that, which is metal mixed with like hip hop. They oh, called it new metal, I see. kid rock, all that stuff. Where it's yeah. not grunge, it's not even really rock. It's a mix of like hip hop and rock. It's the yeah. new iteration of it's well, a I new genre it, of music. Yeah, they were just saying it was like a bunch of like like um just like angry middle class yeah. white kids who are just angry, angry. and want to like angry and want to break stuff break shit which is again that's what limp Bizkit, that was the music though was yeah limp is saying break shit corn you know freak on a leash like yeah. that was the music it was angry music at the, the time the weird thing is the guy from corn comes off really well and like yeah he does he does some of them don't come off really well no the um yeah who oh the lead singer of offspring comes off kind of well yeah but then yeah people like limp biscuit obviously not kid rock no red hot chili peppers no, no. rage no rage no uh, Moby Miranda said felt like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just seems he just seemed pretentious. Like, yeah, he has his nose stuck up at all that. Um but anyway, so for those of you looking for even the Defiant Ones to John's point was really good music doc. Yeah. But Woodstock ninety nine actually was very good. Oh, I love it. I that. would say in terms of like its storytelling and narrative, it like just was really compelling. Even things like the only three female artists, one per day. I know. And that to me is like also a waste of like a slot is like Alanis on one day, Jewel on another and Cheryl Crow. Although I think that was wrong. I looked at the bill. I think there actually were more female. I think they, I don't think they were again. Like headliner females, maybe, maybe, but I, yeah, the way they portrayed it was there was only three women for one for each state, but I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I could be wrong. I'll, I'll update us Mm -hmm. next week. I think I looked at the listing. I'm like, no, there was actually Mm -hmm. more female perform again not yeah. as not as much as there should have been but um well anyways i think well we're gonna reward the red hot chili peppers this week anyways <laughs> and make them band of the week but do you want to tease the finale next week a little bit yeah. and then wind this thing so i think just to keep things moving once things lifted for ontario john and i are like go big or go home so literally from ottawa we brought your mom with us yes. back to toronto yes. and then we proceeded to hang out do a bunch of fun things this week. We went out a bunch of times with friends to different bars and restaurants and like impromptu hangs. And like, I don't even know, like, it's just, it's been a crazy ride. One could argue this is our first real day off right. in three weeks. Yeah. Um, 
so it's it's very nice i am a bit exhausted but it's been so nice Mm -hmm. um i would say just to see everyone and hopefully everyone feels good and healthy but no shortage of shenanigans to talk about next week from this week yeah and it'll be the season finale and we'll, we'll take a bit of a break and be back but um yeah, so we were talking about this week's band of the week, and I wanted you to, to be able to pick it. So mm-hmm. we, as you mentioned, the Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers put out a new album this week called Unlimited Love. And mm-hmm. quickly, what do you think? We've only listened to it once, one and a half times. Yeah, the first time we listened to it, I was like, ooh, this is good, not mm-hmm. great. Yes, I agree. But then we listened to it again. I was like, oh, I actually really like a lot of the songs off here. Mm-hmm. One of them sounds like David Bowie's... Um, Starman or whatever? No, not Starman. Space Oddity. Space, space Oddity, yeah. yeah. So aren't they all songs about spacemen <laughs> no, and everything? Right. Well, do you want to make that the band mm-hmm. of the week, that song? Yes. So it's the song's called Not The One, and it's very David Bowie-esque. And yeah, we'd recommend the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Give it a couple of listens. So Dave Frusciante's back in it. Dave Frusciante? I didn't know John Frusciante's John brother. John Frusciante, was... sorry. <laughs> so why don't we get into it? This is not the one by Dick the Red Hot... Hunt... <laughs> well, you're always busting my ass no, for not. saying the wrong... Or rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so this is not the one by Red Hot Chili Peppers from their album Unlimited Love. All the ways to get in contact... Hi, I'm Ronnie Macro. <laughs> Oh boy, that's a Jersey Shore deep cut. <laughs> so all's the ways, all's the ways, all the ways get in contact or ask us Facebook and Instagram.com slash live at 605. Watch us. We're going viral on there and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Matt Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez 23. On everything. Yaws. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. You want to go get some muffins? You go to bed. Me too. Love
John Mallon and Val Gomez.